Hello, my beautiful beanies, and welcome to the Bean for Friday. First with yesterday's news, I am Glenn ZB. We're looking back at Thursday, uh, which was the day we got the details on the Level 2, of course. Uh, all this stuff uh, has taken a huge toll on our mental health. No surprise there. Um, school will be back under Level 2. How's that going to work? Uh, how's retail going to work? And uh, Marcus is a bit worried about a second wave. Uh, yes, but before any of that, uh, of course, uh, it didn't get announced until after Kerry's show is finished, but she had some ideas on what it might look like. But it's time to look at the bigger picture now. And it's time to start relaxing a little bit of that vigilance where common sense prevails. You will only get compliance when people see that the rules make sense. And these two particular instances I've talked about, nobody else was going to be at, put at risk or at harm. So when we relax to level two, and it might not be Monday, it might not be Tuesday, might be Wednesday. Do you trust your fellow Kiwis to do the right thing and keep you safe? Would you be heading to the malls? Would you be heading off with your pocket full of cash because you haven't spent anything during the lockdown and you're lucky enough to still have a job and head off to the malls and have a little bit of a spend up knowing that the person standing next to you hadn't come out with a cold or a fever? knowing that the person next to you had been practicing good hand hygiene. You know, do you have that faith that we can keep each other safe without the direction of Ashley Bloomfield and Jacinda Ardern? Um, yeah, the point is, I don't think anybody's got it now. I mean, all the people who, the, all these new cases are directly traced back to existing clusters, it seems like. Uh, let's hope that continues, but... Uh, I guess Marcus will have more worries about that later on in the podcast. In the meantime, uh, Kate Hawksby's been thinking about how hard this has been for people with mental health problems or maybe it's even causing new ones. Think about it. How much better does your tired old mum feel after an hour at hairdresser and a fresh blow wave? How much calmer is your co-worker after he's had an hour at the barber getting a trim and venting his spleen to a captive audience? How much more relaxed are your mates after they've thrashed themselves at the gym and burned off all that excess energy or stress? Self-care, two key buzzwords these days, is important and it does help with mental health. We get time and space, a change of scene. We feel better for the experience. I listened to a heartbreaking call from a taxi driver as I drove into work this morning. He called this station. He said he's seeing the reality of the mental health effects every day in the back of his cab. He'd picked up a woman from a supermarket. At 20 to 8 in the morning, instead of carrying groceries, she only had wine. She'd lost her job and she said she'd had her first drink that morning in 13 years. An alcoholic, sober for 13 years until now. And that's before we get to the mental anguish of all those unable to see, touch or hug their dying loved ones. That's something that could live with those people and haunt them forever. How do you even begin to rationalise that? This level system we are in is an artificial system created by the government with rules made up by them which means hundreds of people are unable to be present for births, miscarriages, deaths, funerals. It's unimaginable. It's not compassionate. And it certainly doesn't fit into the government's rotating script on kindness. We've responded very quickly to the COVID health threat. That is now largely contained. The more urgent health threat now 
is the mental one. Yeah, it's um, it's a weird one. It goes both ways, actually. I know some people with mental health issues um, who have actually thrived under lockdown conditions because uh, they can really control their routine and things. And now that's good. It, it is ch- it, difficult every time uh, you change a level. It changes their routine, and that's very upsetting. Um, I gave up trying to have any kind of routine years ago. I just the other people tell me what to do these days. Much easier, much less stressful. Um, the, only, the only stress I ever really get is if I have to make my own decisions. I hate that. Um, you would have thought that, given that, I would have liked school better, but I didn't. Uh, so I would have been gutted that school's going to be back under level two. Now tell me, um, if this was to happen as early as Wednesday next week, would schools be ready? Uh, yes, uh, yes, absolutely. That was a long uh, pause though, Tim. Uh, well, I was just actually picturing next Wednesday in some disbelief. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, it's been such a long time, hasn't it? I, yeah, absolutely. We would be wanting to operate as soon as we possibly could. In fact, we wouldn't need 48 hours notice. You could actually operate at the same time as Level 2 happened in the entire country. What would you need to change in order to be able to do this schooling safely? Well, we've or we've been preparing for a Level 2 that we thought would look very different to this. Um, so, And I'm sure most schools across the country have been so... Um, we we have uh, we're in the process of fogging all the classrooms so the, the, with an antiviral um, spray. Um, all of that all of that work is programmed, so that will be uh, in place by early next week, mm-hmm. and so we could operate straight away. Okay. Um, the things the messaging we have to get to parents is going to be critical. But look, I'm uh, halfway through a communication that will go out to our parents tonight that will tell them. Uh, what uh, initially what it's what uh, schooling will look like for their boys. I mean, I'd certainly uh, like to see schools open for twice as long initially, just to make up for lost time. Um, if I can get all the kids to go away from me for twice as long as usual for as long as possible, that'd be my ideal scenario. Um, are you he- hearing me, parents, on that one? You backing me up on that one? Um, and maybe shops as well. Okay, we get the shops to stay open longer so we can all go, given that under the level two restrictions, I think only some of us are allowed to go for a certain amount of time. Here's a question for you. We've been waiting for this all for so long. Big box retail open now. Um, malls open now. Are you ready? Are you ready for it? You know, and I'm, I'm talking to you, retail. Have you got the Perspex uh, screen for the cashier? Have you got the uh, contactless payment all sorted out? Do you know how you're going to limit the number of people in your store? How are you going to get them in and get them out? You've got the little X's on the on the ground showing the two meters in the queue. Have you figured out where the queue is going to be? Because if you haven't already done that, the way supermarkets and everyone else who traded for the last six weeks, seven weeks figured out, well, then you're a bit silly. If you're waiting for this announcement to figure out what it was, poof, you know. Yeah, so the, um, the big... I mean, if we were allowed to stand around water coolers, which, of course, we aren't anymore... Um, but if we were, the big discussion uh, after last week it, it was uh, what takeaways are you going to have? Uh, when we go to level two, it's what what are you going to go and buy, I guess, is the next thing. For me, it's ping pong balls uh, because uh, I've got a table tennis table, but the, the you know table tennis balls don't last forever and you have to eventually replace them.
and I've tried looking at getting them online. They seem very expensive, and I feel like if I could just go to the warehouse and buy ping pong balls, it would be, it'd work out cheaper for me. That's how exciting my life is. Uh, meanwhile, Marcus has been sitting at home in lockdown worried about a second wave once Level 2 arrives. But it's yeah. always the second wave that kills the most. It's the wave that comes back that gets everyone. That's what the ep- epidemiologists study, that second wave. I think even in 17 it came back and wiped everyone out. And I reckon the second wave in America is going to be huge. And there's nothing they can do about it because the leadership's been so incomplete with their ability to fight the virus. As they try to shut it down again, no one's going to listen because there's no faith in the government. That's my take. Oh, fuel. I thought he was, talk- gonna, he was talking about us having a second wave. Uh, but it's only America. Um, how could that possibly affect us here? Hey? Um... I know, I know it's bad. I know when um, the economy in America goes down, it affects the entire world economy. But I do think that there might come a point if America disappeared, that the world economy might go. Oh, oh. Is it a bad thing to say? Probably is. Um, good luck, America. Uh, I'm Glenn Z- They don't seem to have levels, do they? they? They're either locked down or not. Locked down or let out. That seems to be the t- that's the two levels. I guess it is the land of the f- free, home of the free, land of the brave. How's that go? I'm Glenn ZB. I'll go look that up, and I'll see you back here again for the weekend edition of News Talk ZB on Monday.